Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. You guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McKeady. And Kelly Williams. And this week, we're doing our first official SNL episode. We're doing an SNL cast member. We've had conversations about SNL in the past, and um, that whole world is just like a blind item haven. So we're talking about Jimmy Fallon today, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, what are your Jimmy thoughts? Because... I feel like up until the last few years, Jimmy was pretty loved. And then everyone was like, oh, all he does is laugh over his guests. You know, I was a big Jimmy head for years. And I love, I was obsessed with him when he was like the late, late show. Mm -hmm. Like before he had switched to taking over the Tonight Show. I was obsessed with him when he had like a, you know, it was like, it felt more like chill. It was almost like public access vibes, like. It was on at midnight, like it, it just had a different vibe. And I feel like he officially crossed over to like uh, Uncanny Valley. Like he's no longer a human person when he <laughs> took over the Tonight Show. Now he's just like a bot, you know? I could see that. I liked him a lot on SNL, but I know some tea. Uh, Tracy Morgan has said he hated working with Jimmy because Jimmy would break on purpose to get the attention on him. Mm-hmm. And I went back and rewatched some episodes or clips with him in it. And I was like, wow, he really does break almost every single scene he's in. Yeah, he really took the fun out of like that moment. Cause yeah. it's funny when they break. Like it's great because it's so rare that it happens and you're like, oh my God, it, like they're breaking and it's funny. But he would do it every single, it's almost like he wasn't um, like invested in it. Mm-hmm. So then it made, all of his skits or his um his skits not funny yeah yeah Tracy Morgan was like he didn't do that shit with me I was like all right Tracy I believe you yeah he'd be like keeled over belly laughing at shit that wasn't even that like if you're laughing harder than the audience there's a problem I mean he does that on his talk show now yeah now he just belly laughs at everything everybody says it's like girl and you can tell when guests get annoyed with him it cracks me up (laughs) he's very very fake now and it sucks as I used to think he was really fun but I also think that he like when he was really liked like you said that he had a real 
moment where everybody like loved Jimmy. It just felt like a different time. It was like that Buzzfeed listicle kind of time. And he, he, I definitely feel like he had a huge impact on like the culture Mm -hmm. of late night TV. And now they're all doing pie in the face, musical chairs, you know, let's play apples to apples or whatever. And it's like, I'm not a fan of that personally. As somebody who grew up watching late night TV, I'm not a big fan of like watching Madonna come on and play spin the bottle. I really don't care, you know? Yeah. The only thing that I like that Jimmy does is when he has like Alessia Cara or Ariana Grande and they do impressions, but I'll watch it on YouTube and skip his impression just so I can watch his guest. Totally. And I think that he knows, I think that the, the producers of that show know that mm-hmm. people just watch like their favorite moments on YouTube. Like it, they're basically making little YouTube videos. Yeah, that's really true. And they do really well. I mean, obviously it's, they get millions and millions of views and stuff. So it's, it's, it works, but it's just like, I don't know. I miss, I miss old late night TV when it wasn't so like PC. Yeah. Like Jimmy is your favorite? very, uh, controversial to say in the year 2020, uh, oh, 2022. Um, <laughs> what year are we in Troy? <laughs> I was a Letterman person growing up. I know, I know, I know, but that's, you know, it was either Leno or Letterman or Conan or whatever. And I grew up watching Letterman. That's okay. <laughs> we didn't know any better. Yeah. And just remember everybody, those were opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. We also just wanted to bring up, just because we get so many DMs from people wondering like what certain celebrities are like, or if certain people are rotted or not rotted. And sometimes we'll get like full lists from people being like, what's this person like? Joan Jett, is she rotted? Uh, Teddy Mellencamp, do we love him? (laughs) And like, we don't instinctively know. We just Google it and type the person's name in and Google whatever and then blind item or whatever and then uh blind gossip um I think both of us agree that the easier to navigate website is blind gossip Mm -hmm. because crazy days and nights I feel like if you haven't been reading it for a long time it's hard to navigate and it's a lot of shorthand and inside jokes and stuff and blind gossip really just kind of lays it out there for you we don't ever want it to appear that we're like ignoring dms but we can't respond to everybody asking what every celebrity's personality is like. And one thing I recommend is type in the celebrity into Google and then problematic after it. That's how I found out a lot of stuff about Nick Carter. That's amazing to me. I've never done that and I'm going to start doing it now. Yeah. It's because then you get like the Buzzfeed articles, you get everything, not just blind items. Yeah, we don't ever want it to feel like we're we're keeping secrets on how we find this stuff out. Like we look it up in bed in our pajamas. But we can say with a hundred percent fact, Betty White was not a rotted person. And may she rest in peace. Today I found out her favorite meal was a hot dog with French fries and diet coke. So I feel like Ugh. tomorrow I need a hot dog, French fries, and a diet coke. Could you imagine sharing that with Betty? Ugh. And oh she loved vodka. I'd be like, Betty, I'll take half and you take half. We'll meet in the <laughs> middle. <laughs> can we lady tramp this hot dog? Yeah, can we smooch on our last bite? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to read our first bond. It looks like we're starting in 2006. I love an early 2000s blind item. 
It says, sheesh, the way this moderately talented, questionably funny TV and movie guy has been acting, anyone might guess that he'd been on top of the world forever. But even with his career only recently shifting into gear, well, with one hit movie anyway, he and his pack of frat boy type hangers on uh, have been pulling pranks and massive star stunts that are making co-workers want to slap some sense into him. On completing his most recent comedy romp, he and his boys nearly got into serious trouble when they helped themselves to choice antiques and expensive furniture used in the movie by loading them into a rented truck. Problem is, the treasures belonged to the wealthy L.A. couple whose mansion they had been renting as a location for the movie. Only lots of frantic phone calls from the actors' peeps to the studio bosses and the insurance company kept the whole mess quiet, and the goodies were just quietly returned to the owners. (laughs) 2000s um I always forget that he had like a weird movie career I have to like remind myself of that so it just popped into my head so Fever Pitch came out in 2005 that was the Red Sox movie and I remember how mad people were that him and Drew Barrymore ran on field when the Red Sox won the World Series for the first time in like 80 something years it was all over like the local Boston news <laughs> being like who do they think they are they took that moment from the city people got so mad at them that's really funny sports people are so scary to me <laughs> yes true especially <laughs> Boston sports fans. yeah this one's also from 2006 and it always makes me laugh at the smoking weed blinds that we have from the early 2000s yeah they're silly which SNL alum and his producer girlfriend might want to be a little more discreet about smoking weed at Bruce Springsteen's concert at Madison Square Garden? And of course, that's Jimmy and his now wife, Nancy Javovin. And apparently they met on the set of Fever Pitch because she's Drew Barrymore's producing partner. And he said, like, during filming, they hung out a lot. And then, obviously, post-production, they didn't see one another. But then they saw each other, I want to say at the premiere. And he was like, I really missed hanging out with you. And that's how they got back together. Their relationship's weird to me. Get ready, guys. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think he likes her very much. I'm just saying. Um, Okay, so in 2007, it says, this recently engaged funny man isn't taking so well to the whole commitment thing. Our funny man is a former television star and a now struggling film actor. Going from the top to the bottom kind of sucked. His fiance is in the business and loves him because she doesn't know that when he is going to see his agent or manager or to a meeting, he's actually heading off for some adult fun with playthings he meets when he is out and about. It is amazing how one man with hardly any career left can meet with his people so many times in one week. That's interesting. It's so we- like weird to think that at one point that's how he was talked about. And now he's like a late night host show, you know? I completely agree. You know what I meant? I don't ever really remember a time when he wasn't popular. I know. It's weird to think about. Like, we grew up with such a different Jimmy Fallon than what people have now. For sure. He had a, um, a comedy album that my brother used to play all the time. Hey, everyone. We're sure you've heard us talk about live shows, but we'd love to see you there. Boston, totally sold out. But there are still tickets for Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles. And with Los Angeles, there is a live stream. So, Troy, tell the people what a live show will be like. Well, there's going to be lots of lines, lots of booze, 
and a lot of laughs. It's going to be very fun. Um, we're going to be picking celebrities from the city that you reside in. So we'll be talking about local celebrities and just spilling lots of tea. But don't worry, it won't be super dark-sided. It's not going to be like a Carter's episode. It's not going to be like a Dan Schneider episode. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it light. Yeah, we want you to leave laughing and not crying. As light and fun as we can make it. Yeah, exactly. But we hope to see you there. The link is in the bio for all of the tickets. And we hope to see you there. Please come. Did you think he was funny back in the day? I didn't think he was the funniest on SNL mm. because he was with such, he was with Amy Poehler and yeah. um, Tina Fey, like so many great comedians. He couldn't really. Right. Totally. But I guess I didn't find him unfunny either. It was kind of like how I felt about Dane Cook, where people really thought he was funny. And I'm like, I guess I do, too. Yeah. It's like you're lucky you're like cute. Yeah, exactly. Now. As we read more blinds, we're going to be going to go into 2010. It was a quiet few years for Jimmy. But think about all the sightings, say on Dumois or really just even just Jared or TMZ. You always see things about Jimmy Fallon going out, showing up at small bars, getting rip roaring drunk, doing mm-hmm. karaoke. So just keep those stories in mind. So this blind is from 2010. This squeaky clean late night talk show host is cheating on his wife. If you thought the Letterman thing was explosive, you have not seen anything yet. And it's kind of crazy. That was 12 years ago at this point and nothing's really come out about it. I know. I cannot believe that was 12 years ago. I remember watching even the Letterman thing. I remember watching that night like live and him being like, I'm being extorted. And the woman I'm sleeping with is extorting me. And I thought the whole thing was a joke. I literally came away away from it thinking like oh that was like a funny bit and then the next day everybody was talking about it and I was like that was real you're like that's a good SNL skit (laughs) no I was like wow he killed that opening monologue (laughs) um this is one from 2012 now we're in it says this funny guy who was in the star who was the star of a television show is not laughing about the state of his relationship he and his wife have been struggling to add to their family there have been many fights along the way and their marriage is currently in trouble The first fight occurred when they both went through a series of fertility tests. One of the tests he took came back positive for herpes. It turned out to be a false positive, but they did have a huge fight over it. The second fight happened when they figured out that they could not conceive on their own. She is unable to bear children, and he feels like that was something she should have known and told him about before they got married. The third fight happened when the wife's close friend, the celebrity who originally set them up, became pregnant that year. The celebrity is younger than the wife, and although the couple is genuinely happy for her, it has just reinforced their own futility in getting pregnant. The latest fight came after they hired a surrogate to carry a baby. They used his sperm and a donor egg. Uh, The surrogate did get pregnant, but unfortunately had a miscarriage a few months into the process. The couple now has to start over again from scratch if their marriage survives the fighting. We will probably never be able to solve this one officially, but if you stay up late enough, you should be able to get to the root of the funny guy's identity. Of course, the friend being Drew Barrymore. That's so sad. That is really sad. Yeah. I do know that they had a daughter. Yeah. But. When you think about like how stressful each one of those steps are, because when you hear people talk about it, they're like, oh, we tried this and we tried that, we tried that. But then you get older and you like know people who have done it. 
mm-hmm. and it's like each one tiny one of those things is like a massive ordeal you know absolutely and it's expensive mm-hmm. I know that money likely isn't an issue for them but you know it, it happens to more women than people know this funny guy is planning his real life divorce around his tv show schedule you might think that this means he will try and get the divorce out of the way before the season starts so he can totally concentrate on work, right? Wrong. That would make sense in real life, but not in the world of television. He's actually thinking of stalling the divorce until the show starts. That way, the divorce would provide gossip and controversy in fresh material and ratings. Yes, forget the emotional and financial battle. It's all about the ratings. Have you ever read that? Um, I don't know what it's called. It's like, it's a book about the politics of like late night. No. And it, it, of course it talks about like Letterman versus Leno and um, Conan versus Leno and every, pretty much everybody versus Jay Leno. And it's just, it's really interesting. It's very like, it's like a soap opera. Like it's all so petty and, and childish and ridiculous. Well, yeah. I remember when Jimmy and Jimmy that mm-hmm. are still on TV yeah. I know we talked about it on a few episodes, but people like Justin Timberlake will never go on Jimmy Kimmel. Taylor Swift, not going to go on Jimmy Kimmel. Jennifer Aniston, going to stay with Jimmy Kimmel. Right, yeah. And the politics and who you choose yeah. is so important because I'm more of a Kimmel person. I think Jimmy Kimmel's really funny. Okay. But I know so many people would rather watch Jimmy Fallon. I just know for sure that Jay Leno was a rotted piece of shit and I grew up hating him. With his 170 Porsches or whatever it is. This is one from 2013. It says, now that his family is complete with the wife and children, you would think that this talk show host would have calmed down and settled into his family life. Ha, not even close. While his wife is spending the summer caring for their children, this guy is running around like a stupid drunk frat boy every night until 2 or 3 a.m. When he has a couple of drinks in him, he seems to completely forget that he's married. He usually tries to pick up a girl at the bar and talk her into going talk her into going to a hotel room. He strikes out a lot, but he does succeed occasionally. He's had at least a dozen one night stands in the last few months. Does his wife know that she's married to a drunk to a drunk and a cheat? <laughs> that cackle. <laughs> a drunk and a cheat. That's funny. So this is the last one from 2013. Is sexting cheating? Because if it is, then this talk show host is cheating on his wife with this B-minus list actress slash comic. Things have been hot and heavy with the pair for about a month. They have always sexted, but friends of the comic say it's turned into serious sexting and that the comic is now obsessed with not going anywhere. She might not be able to use her phone because she doesn't want to miss a text from the talk show host. And that's Jimmy with Sarah Silverman. That's fascinating. Especially because she dated Jimmy Kimmel forever. I know. Do you believe that? I don't know. I can't. Not that I know Sarah Silverman in her blind item life at all. Right. But I can't picture her being like, I really just need to text Jimmy. (laughs) It just seems a little like, what? I don't know. That's fun to think it's true, but I don't know if I believe it. There are some that are coming up that I do believe. I also just want to say too, really quickly, that because we just said our Andy Cohen episode, I cannot fathom the debauchery of that friendship. Is he friends with Andy Cohen? Oh, they're like 
Gale pals. They're, yeah, they I didn't know that. Together. They are really, really, really close friends and they vacation together a lot. So I can't even imagine what kind of shit they get into. My God. Throw Justin Timberlake into that mix. That's a mess. It's a Bermuda drunken triangle. <laughs> yeah, totally. A cocaine triangle. <laughs> um, we are venturing out into 2014. This one says this A-list talk show host has found a new way to not get caught cheating on his wife. He hangs out every night with different groups of people, but one of those people is always his early 20s girlfriend. And I feel like that's something you hear a lot in celebrity blinds. It's like they're always with a group of people, but one of the people is who they're cheating on their significant other with. It also kind of leads to another conversation, which is that a lot of people believe that these two are not in like a traditional relationship. Oh, okay. Like a lot of people think that she's just like, I don't know if you would call it a beard, but like that it's not what it seems. She's there to kind of keep him the family man. Yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe she doesn't really give a fuck that he's out looking for 20 somethings that keep turning him down. I mean, I can't hate it. I can't either. (laughs) I really can't. I'd love that scenario. Like, (laughs) yeah, go fuck off. Yeah, don't touch me. Give me your money. So 2014, there was a bar fight that Jimmy was involved in. Quote, there was some hostility from people at the bar. Jimmy was not the aggressor, but he was caught up in it. It was broken up and Jimmy and his friends immediately left. Horatio Sands, who was on SNL as well, said of Jimmy's fighting skills, yeah, we got in a couple of brawls. I've seen Jimmy clock a few people. Jimmy just punched him. He wasn't that hurt. He just walked into a tornado of drunken stupidity. Yeah, Jimmy could fight. I don't know where he learned it, but he definitely scrapped with some of the best. (laughs) What? Like, who are, are they like fucking Ben and Matt and fucking Goodwill Hunting? How do you like them apples? Oh, like, what the hell? What is going on? Like, can you imagine going to a bar and seeing Jimmy Fallon in a fist fight? <laughs> I can't imagine Jimmy Fallon fighting someone. I know. It would look like a Three Stooges fight. I know. That's the other thing you always hear, that he's actually, like, kind of violent when he drinks. Yeah. He's not a great drunk. <laughs> no, he's not. He's no Cara Delevingne. No. No, he doesn't handle it with as much grace. Uh, he is so likable on television that it's hard to imagine this guy is such a shitty drunk, a cheating jerk in real life. You've probably heard about his recent bar adventures, but what you may not know is how often these bar adventures occur every night. We're talking about a 40-ish married guy with a young baby going out every night after work, getting drunk off his ass until two or three in the morning, picking up girls who are half his age, and then spending the night with them at their place or at a hotel. And here's the really funny part. The next day, he goes back to work and gushes about how much he loves his wife and his baby and prompting the audience to marvel over what a great husband and father he is. If they only knew what he had really been doing the la- doing last night, they might not think he's such a great guy tonight. And obviously, we'll talk about 2017 when we get there. But I feel like people had a really difficult time believing that Jimmy Fallon wasn't Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, for sure. It was like people did not want to like see behind the mask. I guess I kind of get because he really has been for so many years just like pumped down our throats as like 
this sweet, giggly, goofy, nice, funny guy who loves his wife and loves his baby. He's such a family man. And This very famous TV star was at the theater the other night with an attractive blonde. They were holding hands and leaning into one another and whispering and giggling together. Before kissing, he glanced around nervously to see if anyone was watching. Why should he care if anyone saw him kissing an attractive blonde? Because the woman was definitely not his wife. This guy who loves to use his wife and children for interviews and photo ops and pretend that he's such a devoted family man. The truth is that he spends very little time with them. Late at night, he's much more likely to be out with another woman than in bed at home with his wife. Either he has an open marriage or he's simply a chronic cheater. And you know that like sex with Jimmy is just so sloppy and gross and drunk and burpy. Oh, like he's probably so gross during his drunken like I just picture him being so sloppy walking up to girls and like being like, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you think he does a Seinfeld impression? <laughs> I'm sure. At some point he does it. <laughs> <laughs> this married A-list talk show host spent more time apologizing after sex with a reporter he met than the actual sex act itself. He kept saying he shouldn't have done it and that he felt guilty. And also said that's why he finished early. That's funny. <laughs> I love when you say that's funny after blush. <laughs> You're like, good one. <laughs> nice bit. I will say his blinds do get repetitive, but not that it brings me joy he cheats on his wife, but it brings me joy he's Jimmy Fallon doing this. Right, and that it's consistent. I always love when they're consistent, at least. Yeah. These blinds start in 2007. This married A-list talk show host spent another weekend working. Well, he calls it working. His mistress calls it something else, and his wife continues to be clueless. I don't think his wife is clueless. I don't either. I think, first of all, she works in the industry. Right. Her best friend's Drew Barrymore. Like, come on. If we, if we all know, if everybody outside knows that he cheats, come on. Right. That means everybody that they work with knows. She has to know. I think that they have some sort of arrangement or agreement. Um, yeah, they have to. This humorous TV guy has a book coming out next year. It's designed to help reinforce his fake image as a family man. He's bragging that he wrote the whole thing himself. Ha, not even close. He just gave the concept to the, of the concept and the title to a ghostwriter, and they wrote it for him. Our funny fake family man will be sure to take all the credit, though. Just add this to his ever-growing pack of lies. At least his wife knows about this one. There's just no way. And that's his book, Your Baby's First Word Will Be Dada. You know, sometimes it is like, it's just like a too-good-to-be-true kind of thing when it comes to famous people. For sure. Like, if somebody is really, really, like, just rubbed in your face as being nice, maybe, you know, it's like... Those are the people you probably should look at the most, except for Betty White. Except for Betty White. Yes, correct. But I mean, like you've always said, the smoke and mirrors of it all. Yeah, totally. But I do remember when he was promoting that book and I was like, what an asshole. Is his wife (laughs) mad about this? (laughs) The most important person in your life is Dada. (laughs) Yeah. Now we're at 2015. And this is where he starts to spiral pretty bad. I think earlier I said 2017, but it's 2015. I was incorrect. Anyway, NBC News suspended Brian Williams. 
the most watched evening news anchor in the U.S. from his duties as chief anchor and managing editor of NBC Nightly News for six months without pay in the wake of the scandal over misleading statements he made about his time covering the Iraq war in 2003. And now another scandal involving a well-known TV host is about to break. Quote, pictures are circulating of this fool doing drugs. He's been a high-functioning coke addict for years, but now they have proof, a source tells Naughty Gossip. Before Brian, this might have been embarrassing and sent him to rehab, but now he could lose his entire career. The worst thing, a close friend is the one trying to sell the images. I completely believe that. I believe that Jimmy probably bought those images, but I do mm-hmm. believe that. 1,000%. Like, that is so on brand. Right. I forgot about Brian Williams. I know. Didn't he say he was in a helicopter that got, <laughs> like, shot down in Iraq? Yeah. <laughs> but he had been saying it for so long. Like, that was, like, his identity. Yeah. And his apology, he was like, I guess I remembered things differently. Everyone was like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> um, This is a, oh, a, a, an award show one. This is the iHeartRadio Awards. Um, what A-list singer and bad actor kept on talking about his wife slash beard that was using him as a merkin, but was seen getting a little too affectionate with his longtime, quote, best friend? Now, that's the other thing that you read if you believe, of course, like everybody in Hollywood is secretly gay, right? Right. But Jimmy Fallon has had um, gay rumors follow him since he was on SNL. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people who read blind items believe that there is more to his vac- his constant vacations with Andy Cohen. Um, Andy Cohen usually only really vacations with men that he can either hook up with or that they'll hook up with guys together. Mm-hmm. Like, and when Andy Cohen vacations, he like vacations, you know? Um, and also his relationship with Justin Timberlake, people find to be blind item people have said for years that there's like way more going on there than we know. I find them so unbearable. <laughs> I, I know. I, I Listen, did you love, okay, let me ask you this. Back in the day when everybody was like literally ejaculating over Justin Timberlake on SNL, did you live for it? No. I thought I thought his omelet veil thing was funny. Right. But even like dick in a box, I didn't think was that funny. I didn't either. I was kind of like, oh, ha, ha, Susan Sarandon is your mom. And then I was like, oh, ha, ha, you're giving her your dick. I get it. Like, <laughs> right. But I have to admit, people are going to be mad at me. I wasn't even a huge like Lonely Island person. I don't, no judgment. I mean, I just had sex was very funny. Mm-hmm. I will say that. That was a funny song. But like, I'm on a boat in all Natalie other Portman's songs. funny. Huh? Nat- the Natalie Portman one is iconic. Okay. That is hysterical. <laughs> but that's, ta- that's like not even fair to compare. I guess the way I would put it, it's like Natalie Portman, I just had sex. The song with Rihanna, remember? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Weird Eddie or whatever it was called. Shirani. Yeah, <laughs> weird Eddie. <laughs> and then, like, way down the list is everything Justin Timberlake did with them. I agree. I think it became very like broy. Like, it was real. It was that kind of like broy. Like, I have a Fight Club poster in my bedroom kind of humor that like I don't really typically connect to. Um, 
I completely agree with you. And I thought his SNL shit was so insanely overrated. Like, it just became one of those things where it's like, well, everybody's saying that this is funny. So, like, I'll say it's funny, too. Yeah. And I know I don't personally care for Justin Timberlake, but I also think he's really talented. I just don't think when it comes to acting, he's talented at all. Agreed. And I don't think that that man is funny. I don't know if I've ever once genuinely like cracked up at something that he said well I was thinking there's a specific moment I don't know if it's suit and tie era I know he had a beard Justin did right and it's like him and Jimmy kept drinking out of mugs with their faces on it okay and on the show Jimmy was drinking out of a mug that had a picture of Justin like drinking out of a mug but the mug that Justin is drinking out of on the mug has Jimmy on Justin's mug and I was just like I'm so fucking over this (laughs) yeah they really overstayed their welcome as like a little buddy cop duo or whatever and they're don't they do like hip-hop history or something I don't like that anyway but (laughs) enough about us not liking Justin Timberlake the blinds the drinking has been crazy lately last night was just something that was bound to happen The talk show host needs rehab. And that is when Jimmy Fallon almost lost his fucking finger. Now that was a moment. That was like, (laughs) that was a moment when none of us will forget. Listening to him ramble on about how he was was late night in his kitchen and, and there's a new rug or whatever the fuck it was. And he slipped and somehow just his wedding ring got caught on a draw or something. And his finger almost got ripped off. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're that that one percent person whose finger rips off from their rings, huh? It's not like he's a construction worker who <laughs> genuinely cannot wear a wedding ring. <laughs> that was really, really. That was great because it was like, well, it wasn't great that it happened, but the moment where it's like if you know blind items about him, like it felt like that's when rumbling started to happen where it was Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, Jimmy's like kind of a drunk. Like, I wonder if he was a drunk or if he was drunk when it was, when it happened or if it was like a bar fight thing. Like it was like people came out of the woodwork being like, no, he's an alcoholic and he parties and he probably got hurt. Yeah. And I feel like this was the year he'd be on his show all disheveled looking and tired and just kind of like, is he good? Yes, and people would bring up that he had bags under his eyes and Mm -hmm. that he wasn't, like, quick or with it, for sure. Yeah. Um, This funny guy is just a gossip gift that keeps on giving. We've told you before that his devoted family guy act is a total fake. Well, let's talk about what he's doing on a very recent night. Of course, he wasn't home having dinner with his wife and reading his kid's uh, bedtime story. Uh, When he arrived at the bar in this large city, it was after midnight and he was already a combination of very drunk and very jumpy. He had no intention of slowing down, though. He spent a couple of hours at the bar drinking and singing along to the jukebox. He was not alone. A bodyguard was with him, uh, keeping a watchful eye for anyone who might try and take incriminating photos of him. At some point, our funny guy took a little trip to the bathroom where he openly proceeded to pour out a bump of cocaine onto the side of his fist and snort it there were a couple of other men inside the bathroom at the time witnessing all of this he didn't even seem to care that there were people watching him do this that's how fucked up he was 
One of the guys took out his phone and snap, to snap a pic, but the bodyguard immediately grabbed the phone and pushed the guy out of the bathroom. The guy was pounding on the door trying to get his phone back, but the bodyguard was holding the door closed, scrolling through the phone, deleting shit. When the bodyguard was done, he opened the door and threw the phone at the guy. Funny guy didn't even seem to notice that this was happening. It was like 3 a.m. on a weekend in the bathroom, in a bathroom in, in a windy city, and the famous guy is drunk and coked up to the point where he can't even stand up and doesn't care about anything that's going on around him. He just kept doing bumps and wiping his nose and and <laughs> he just kept doing bumps and wiping his nose and jawing and sing jawing. That's so funny. <laughs> jawing and singing to himself and stumbling all over the place. Gosh, when is a person that is that completely wasted like that they need to really be careful or they could wind up injuring themselves that's that's funny oh that was good and they can't really like get away with that as much anymore doing coke in public yeah because like 2015 i mean there were camera phones you know we weren't living in the stone age right but i say stone age we're not living in like 2000 three (laughs) but it wasn't it wasn't like you snap that picture send it to tmz snap that picture and at this point everyone was obsessed with like justin bieber and his downfall right they're like we don't have time for jimmy (laughs) fallon like snorting coke i ever told you about when i tried to sell pictures to x17 no (laughs) so long story short people who listen to dunzo already know the story but i went to a women's convention a few years ago to meet Kate Gosselin I don't want to even talk about it I don't want to get too deep into it but it was like peak Kate Gosselin time so there was like women there with her hair cut like you know when people were like literally trying to be her oh yes and they had like a bunch of kids then like literally were emulating her life and I took all these pictures of her and like the what I saw was insane like she had a shopping bag of money that she was collecting from people just right out in the open and that bodyguard was there that she was fucking. So I, I was standing right in front of them. Okay. The guy with the white hair, he was like super hot. And she was just like so mean to everybody. Like she was so mean to everybody in line. And I kept, I took a million pictures and I tried to sell them to X17. And they were like, we love them. But it was like when I had a Blackberry, I literally had a Blackberry bold. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we love them, but what did you use to take these pictures? And I was like, my Blackberry's bold. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we can't buy these. I tried to sell pictures to TMZ once. Really? My brother lived in Vegas for five years and he was at a club and apparently Nick Lachey was in VIP next to him, like with a bunch of girls. Oh my God. And he sent me the picture. My brother is someone who would still use a flip phone if he could. Okay. So his phones have always been pieces of shit. And he sent it to me and I sent it to TMZ and they were like, just this one. I'm like, <laughs> just that one. That's all I got. And nothing ever came of it. <laughs> oh, how different our lives could, could have been. I know. So we are still in 2015 with this blind. You're probably wondering how much of the story this TV guy is telling is true. Some of it is. There were a few curiously fake details, though. He wants you to believe he went to a restaurant, was nice to a few people, and then went home. He wants you to believe that he got home at a reasonable hour on a work night and then hurt himself the following morning. No. He went out drinking for several hours after the restaurant, and he didn't just get drunk. 
He got falling down drunk. In fact, he was out partying until about 3 a.m. He hurt himself as soon as he got home. He didn't trip over any object except his own drunken feet. Nice of him to throw a little shade at his wife's choices, though. Talking about a new rug that his wife picked out. He went to the hospital as soon as it happened, just after 3 a.m. Why the lies? Because the network really, really wants you to think he's a nice, likable, responsible guy who has just had an unlucky accident at a reasonable hour. They don't want you to know that he was actually a falling down drunk at 3 a.m. on a work night, tripping over his own feet, alcoholic, fucked up mess. So they're mopping up this mess and making plans for the next event. It is funny how quickly everybody was like, oh, no, 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 he was drunk. There's no way that that was, like, nobody believed that story, like, immediately. Yeah, I completely agree. They tried really hard to spin it, but everyone was just like, "Mm, no. Yeah. He didn't trip on his wife's new carpet, rug, whatever. And Jimmy's not the best liar. No. You know, like you said earlier, he, like, stumbled through that story. Like, it was, like, so weird. I feel like it alarmed even people that don't know anything about him. They were like, what? (laughs) <laughs> turn on a fucking light um this tv star is a fuck up his recent debacle caused them to shut down production so are they going to replace him they talked about it and the decision is no they are not going to replace him they scrambled to replace him for one day and couldn't find someone to find a long-term replacement would likely take months of searching and negotiating a big issue is that any replacement worth having in their opinion is already locked into a contract commitment that would prevent them from taking the gig. We've told you before that other shows that needed to replace their hosts went through a ton of candidates before they found a less than optimal replacement. The show was way too big and too important to settle for anyone who cannot guarantee them keeping their one their number one position. The other big issue is that they have a contract. They can't fire someone for cheating on his wife or for being a jerk or for being an addict. They can fire him if his outside behavior causes a, a significant disruption to production. But this is the first time he ever missed work, and production was only shut down for one day. There was another incident last year. We'll tell you about it another time. But he didn't miss work because of it. Remember the whole Charlie Sheen incident? It took months to fire him. And the main reason that they were finally able to do so was because his personal behavior impacted production. They couldn't fire him over crazy talk. They could fire him once he had publicly admitted to doing cocaine and had established a pattern of coming late to rehearsal, forgetting his lines and uh, failing to hit his marks. Our TV guy is a fuck up and he is not in Charlie Sheen territory yet. All the producers can do is read him the riot act and tell him that this is his quote first strike and that he had better not screw up production again. He is not being fired. He is not being replaced. He is simply being warned. I wish I could do shit like that and not worry about getting fired. I know, because you're so important. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is true, though. Like, if, you know, when a show, I feel like all shows go through that, like, guest spot thing for months and months and months, you know, like a Kelly and whoever thing. Yeah. um, To see, like, you can't just, like, bring in a new host of The Tonight Show. And it seems like, specifically with late night hosts, you would know better than me, but they don't get replaced until they retire basically or their show gets canceled yeah like they're in it for the long haul the the, the long haul yeah yeah i got you (laughs) now jimmy fallon does something else another stupid excuse but the media just full-on gets out their knee pads and says thank you 
for being our friend and so open and accessible that we will go ahead and spread your lies like they are gospel. How come no one will call out this A-list talk show host and tell the truth? And that is when like two months later, he chipped his tooth. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And by that time, everybody was like, okay, he really is a mess. Some people were just like, he's so clumsy. And everyone else was like, he needs rehab. (laughs) I'm so silly. Yeah. (laughs) In addition to his drinking issues, this married A-list talk show host has been hooking up with a former tweener actress. And that is Victoria Justice. Ooh. Huh. Okay. We, we get a few more former tweeners as we get into the years. Um, and then this follow-up says, apparently this A-list talk show host has learned no lessons. The married host was bombed out of his mind at a club and loved all the attention he was getting from women and got lots of phone numbers. <laughs> it's so strange that according to these blinds, he's still acting like he's newly famous. Oh, I know. Because I feel like if you heard about everyone loves that cousin Greg guy from succession. Right. If you were to hear about him getting a bunch of phone numbers, you'd be like, well, yeah, he's kind of like finally breaking through. Right. Even though I know him as the abusive boyfriend from perks of being a wallflower. (laughs) But if you hear him getting a bunch of numbers, you'd be like, that makes sense. Pete Davidson. That makes sense. Jimmy Fallon in 2015. He started SNL in 1998. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. The way that they describe him as like a, you know, douchey frat boy. Like he's one of those, Jimmy to me is one of those guys that like would go to his hometown and put his Letterman's jacket on and really feel like he's like the man. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. he hasn't really left like college in his mind, even though he's had all these experiences. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's like always really dark when you have like an uncle or somebody that's like that. And you're like, (laughs) you're like, remember that 50 to 50 yard touchdown pass? Sure sure don't. I wasn't alive. (laughs) Right. You remember that night out, don't you, Jim? Everybody's like, no. We need to write a script about Jimmy (laughs) Fallon going back to his hometown. (laughs) 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliei was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks of 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. We are still in 2015. Everyone is wondering if the latest incident will serve as a wake-up call to this accident-prone TV star and whether his production will force him into rehab. That all depends on the answer to these three questions. Is he an alcoholic? Is he a cokehead? Although he remains in staunch denial about his problems, the people around him already know the answers to those two questions. However, it's the third question that's most important. Does he show up for work and do his job? As of today, the third question can be answered in the affirmative. Therefore, there are no plans to fire him, to force him to rehab, or even discipline him. So that lady on hold with the rehab facility should just hang up. There will be no wake-up call today. That's the thing I guess you have to say is like, he does, I mean, he shows up and is, he knows how to turn on being Jimmy Fallon. Like he does. absolutely, And he does it every night. And I mean, that's gotta be, hosting a show like that, that's every single day, seems like a nightmare no judgment for me I would be a fucking crackhead if I had to be on tv for an hour every single day and and like you meet so many different people and you're not gonna like everybody that you meet right but he has to sit there and try and have a conversation and they're not even real conversations no they're pre-scripted pre-planned conversations where nothing is really like uh, what's the word I'm looking for like not authentic but like there's no spur of the moment discussions that happen no sorry guys when when Jim when James Corden does that spill your guts or eat whatever's in front of you they know they know right maybe they don't know what they're gonna have to eat but they know the questions yeah James Corden fans please reach out and tell us why Let's let us know why. We would love to know. Uh, <laughs> this late night talk show host has been begging his wife to come home or at least make it look like they are living together to try and get some good press. Always about the press, never about the relationship. So that goes with what you said earlier. Yeah, she must just do her own thing. Yeah, we have finally made it to 2016. And this is from Blind Gossip. And the, again, the way that these are written so much easier to follow. Yeah. How does TV guy do it? He works a full-time job, has a wife and little kids at home, and yet he still has the energy to party party solo until the wee hours of the morning 
wait a minute, this all sounds so familiar. Didn't we tell you the same story last year? Why, yes, we did. And here's a fun fact for you. The last story just happened to take place at the exact same time, the exact same location as this story. Our TV guy is nothing if not consistent. Despite his seemingly boundless energy, TV guy really shouldn't stay out so late. After all, a lack of sleep could lead to the case of a sniffles, glug, glug, sniff, sniff. And that is how blind gossip identifies Jimmy Fallon as glug, glug, sniff, sniff. Glug, glug, sniff, sniff. That's amazing. We just about fell down laughing when we heard this. A big network executive claims that a certain late night TV guy doesn't have a drinking problem. Ha 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 ha. Glug, sniff. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell my friends to start referring to me as glug, sniff when we go out. Actually, we'll introduce you at the beginning of every episode from now on. Now, it seems like 2016, Jimmy started to get a bit smarter about his partying. Mm -hmm. This late night talk show host had to wait until the restaurant closed the other night just so he could sneak his drunken self out of the place without being seen. Would not be a good idea to be caught in public that hammered. And then following that, that didn't last long. The talk show host is drinking again. There's only one way he drinks and it is a sloppy mess. So it sounds like he tried to cut down on drinking even. I know. And it's weird because like, I know that obviously we're talking about the fact that like a lot of people, you know, know this about him and like people generally know that he likes to party and stuff, but even still, like when things do happen, like, I don't remember what the event was. Maybe it was like a new year's or there was some party that took place at NBC that was televised and Andy Cohen was there and like all these people were there from NBC and I remember Jimmy was there very famously wasted was it the SNL 40 like yeah yes do you remember that yeah I do remember that (laughs) he was like out of his mind like fucking hammered like on stage just slurring and being a mess and even still people think it's charming like never once have I heard somebody be like oh he's so disgusting or anything like that no I think people find him annoying now, but for a long time, that was just like who he was. This late night talk show host has told his friends he would leave his wife for this A minus slash B plus list actress who is married to an actor. The talk show host has the actress on his show as much as he can get away with, whether she is promoting something or not. She knows the host is a crush, but she uses it to her advantage. She loves being front and center. And of course, that is Mrs. Lively, Miss Blake. And we did talk about that in Blake's episode, but I went back and watched one of their interviews. It's the first one if you look up um, Jimmy and Blake on YouTube. Yeah. And Blake Lively talks about how her daughter calls Jimmy Dada. What in the Southern Plantation is going on? (laughs) We have an award show. Oh, cool. The Emmy Awards. Continuing the awards, the winner for the most drunk is a tie. Yes, again, there are two winners. One, who is being a fun drunk and stumbling her way through the parties after getting a good start during the show, is the actress who stars on a hit almost television show, which was a big winner last night. This fake, fun-loving talk show host was sullen, to put it mildly, and bitter and rude as the night and parties progressed. There were a lot of people who saw his true colors. When he gets older, he's going to be a nasty drunk. So that's Gabby Hoffman from Transparent, 
And then, of course, Jimmy Fallon. This TV host is known for being very funny, but he's also known for getting it on with beautiful women that come on his show as a guest. He visits them backstage after tapping on the dressing rooms, and that is where the magic happens. Sources tell Naughty Gossip, each dressing room has drinks and snacks in them, and they also have condoms. Everyone in the business knows what he is like and pray that after the show, they do not get a knock-knock on the door at the taping. He brags about having sex with at least two A-list guests, but everyone is sure that he, that there has been more. And that was Nicole Kidman and Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh my God, I forgot about his weird interview with Nicole Kidman. When he was like, I had a crush on you since the moment I saw you. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you out. And she was like, you should have. Wow. Listen, again, just to make sure that it doesn't come off too judgmental. I'm not, I, I am in no way saying that I am above having sex with Jimmy Fallon in a dressing room. If Jimmy Fallon tapped, tapped, tapped on my door and, <laughs> and I was in there like eating my like bowl of M&Ms or whatever I asked for. Yeah, I'd fuck Jimmy Fallon if he came in. Let's just make sure that that's recorded and on, on record. If I'm one white claw deep, yeah. Yeah, like Jimmy, Jimmy's cute. <laughs> as long as he didn't speak. Right, totally. No jokes. I'd be like, shh, no talking. <laughs> this is a blind from Lainey Gossip, and they're also a fun site to dive into because, again, crazy days and nights can be really complicated. And it's hard to find comments, but Lainey Gossip's pretty good, as is Blind Gossip. Here's a quick blind because I know you hate him. Who was living in a hotel away from his wife and kids for a while with a sketchy lady coming in and out at all hours delivering his drugs? And this is 2017 now. I don't know if I said that earlier. Oh, there's another golden or another award show when this is Golden Globes. It says, with the exception of a handful of people, this talk show host has ignored, was ignored by the celebrities there who only like him enough to go on his show, but not hang out with him away from it. Plus he was being monitored for his drinking by not only his wife, but also her longtime BFF. Oh, so his wife and Drew Barrymore were like monitoring him together. I think Drew Barrymore is a nice celebrity. Oh my God. I don't ever want to do a Drew episode because actually, you know what? We get requests to do like a kindness episode. She'd probably be a good one. She'd be an amazing example of that because I bet all her blinds are just so like sweet but could you imagine if Drew Barrymore got mad at you no that would be like if a kitten was mad at you she does the I'm not mad I'm just I'm just really disappointed yeah you hurt my feelings I would throw myself off of a building (laughs) she'd be like please don't do that (laughs) (laughs) now this blind that we're about to talk about a TikTok video just came out And we were sent it a few times and I was not surprised because I read this blind in 2017. This is a nice little breath of juicy. Our favorite annoying A-list singer is cheating on her drug dealer slash boyfriend with this married late night talk show host, Ariana Grande and Jimmy Fallon. Jesus. I know that we've said it before, but Hollywood legit is just a big ass fucking college campus. Legit. Absolutely. Like, oh my God, who would ever guess in a million years that Ariana Grande has seen Jimmy Fallon's penis? And the <laughs> in the TikTok, it said that it was like a PA or something ro- walked around a corner and spotted Jimmy and Ariana making out in plain oh my sight. God. 
Oh my god, good for her. They probably he party like a baby next to him though. I know it looks like student fucking teacher, you know. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh this late night talk show host went on a rant earlier this week to his bookers who he feels are not doing their job. He thinks they are bringing him more and more second tier guests for all the spots each night on the show. Do you think that's true? Do you think his star power has gone down a little bit? I think that just generally his show is less important. Yeah. I really do think that like he occupied a great spot when he was the late, late show and he had like a cult following. And then he went on the tonight show and it was like a huge deal at the beginning, massive deal. And as time has gone on, it's like, there's no, I mean, first of all, young people do not watch late night talk shows. Mm-hmm. They don't stay up until 11 to catch whatever. I mean, that's a dying thing anyway in itself. And like, I don't know, anything that you want to see on his show, you would just watch it on YouTube, like you said. Yeah. And I've noticed he's had more like TikTokers and stuff lately. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I truly do not think that he carries the same kind of cult following as somebody like a Conan no like people who will just be loyal to him because they just adore him so much like it's not he's not really like that guy you know for sure this a-list talk show host must have cheated again because he's been shopping non-stop for gifts for his wife for sure his wife he buys his girlfriend's presents from other stores so nothing gets crossed i love shady blinds like that (laughs) no this married often troubled talk show host is hooking up with a cast member from the late night network show. So that's Jimmy and Cicely Strong or Vanessa Bayer. I could totally see it. It'd be Cicely, right? I think Vanessa. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's really interesting either way. I don't know why I can't picture like Cicely giving Jimmy the time of day. I guess that's true. Vanessa does seem more his speed. But Cecily dated that other guy from that tall, wiry guy from SNL that I can't think of his name. And he was like real. I mean, he was like Jimmy on like he was like the strange world version of Jimmy. Mike O'Brien. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you do you get what I Yeah, it might be. <laughs> you may have changed my mind with a quick Google search. Yeah. That guy is a dork, the dork dork. He's like Jimmy Fallon's second cousin. (laughs) Right, from St. Olaf. (laughs) (laughs) We are still in 2017. This married late night talk show host kept hitting on this foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner. It was ridiculous how hard he was trying to hit on her and even more painful to watch her put him in his place. That's Jimmy and Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron scares the shit out of me i was just gonna say we have to do a charlize episode she's so beautiful but like i feel like she's really mean <laughs> yeah super mean did you ever hear um i don't remember if it was i want to say it was tia mari um talk about when she met charlize theron no but i've heard about <laughs> how much her and tom hardy hated each other <laughs> yeah like she's mean even to other celebrities yeah but Tia had just said like that she saw they it was like a hair appointment or a nail appointment or something like that and um she just like went up to her and said hi and I'm a fan and 
Charlize was just like so incredibly cold and mean and like wanted nothing to do with her. With those piercing blue eyes just <laughs> staring through you. Yeah, and she's like eight foot tall and beautiful. <laughs> now we are in 2018. Uh, this A-list singer slash wannabe actor said he would walk out of his talk show appearance if asked any controversial questions. So the talk show host folded and just tossed up softballs. Of course, that is Justin Timberlake. That's why he likes to go on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did read that one in the uh, Justin episode, but I thought it'd be fun to bring back. If the show can get a long enough break and tape some shows in advance, the plan is to try and get this A-list talk show host into rehab. He just can't control his drinking. Now, this blind that I'm about to read is one of, is a fucking long blind, okay? <laughs> but it's a throwback to 2005. Wow, oh, okay. And there are a lot of celebrities. Oh, I'm excited for this. Oh my God. So this is about the Met Gala. That one night, ask people that have been going to the Met Gala for a long time, and they will point to one year as the year that blew all others out of the way for partying and debauchery. A.B., this celebrity offspring of an A++ lister was there, and he had his parents at the ball, but still managed to hook up with A.C., who only agreed after being paid $2,000 by A.B. right there at the party. A.B. had previously been shot down by A.D. and A.E., who were not even old enough to drink, but were hammered anyway in chain-smoking. The two were in peak move from one thing to the next mode, and both tried to hook up with A.F., who was also at the ball. A.F. turned them down, but it wasn't because he was with his actress girlfriend, A.G., at the time. Nope. A.F. turned down A.D. and A.E., because he wanted to hook up with A.H., who was married at the time and is married now, but to a different person. A.H., who was A-list at the time and who you all know, ditched her husband and hooked up with A.F. Interesting side note. The future wife of A.H.'s then-husband was also in attendance. Let's call her A.I. She was wasted out of her mind and probably sharing some of A.D. and A.E.'s supply. She was trying to hook up with a billionaire who was there but was turned down. She then made out with the wife, AJ, of now disgraced mogul, AK, before hooking up with this then actor who is now A-list but not acting AL. AM was a washed up former A-list mostly movie actor at the time who, was only, who only now is making a comeback in television. A.M. was there and tried to hook up with this foreign-born, illiterate model A.N. A.M. was turned down cold. He also started using the never-ending supply of A.D. and A.E. before hooking up with A.O., who was then and now an A-list actress. And no one ever saw that coming. This foreign-born, A-list, mostly movie actress, who's an Academy Award winner slash nominee, Went home with this at the time A minus list comic type reality star slash actor AQ. Apparently AQ and AP didn't hit things off sexually. And the next day, while AP was at lunch, she met the person AR she would be with for the next decade. All right, get ready, okay? A lot of people. The year was 2005. AB, Donald Trump Jr., allegedly paid AC, Carmen Electra, for sex. 
AD and AE, Mary Kate and Ashley, AF, Tom Brady, AG, Bridget Moynihan, AH, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey, AI, Vanessa Manillo, AJ, Kamora Lee, AK, Russell Simmons, AL, Jimmy Fallon, AM, Christian Slater, AN, Carolina Kirkova, AO, Claire Danes, AP, Naomi Watts. I am sorry, but that blind, even if you can't place who everyone was, I mean. We can, I, we should post this on um, our Patreon. Yeah, we will post that so you guys can find it easily. Because it's much easier to read this one when you're looking at it with all the names. And that was like, it's too good not to. Yeah, we will definitely post that on Patreon, everybody. Oh, also AQ, Johnny Knoxville and AR Leave Schreiber. Like that is crazy. Yeah. We all thought that the one with like Taylor Swift and her bleach blonde hair was the craziest one or the one with the bathroom selfie. It sounds like 2005. They knew what they were doing. It's so interesting too, like back in the day before there was ever even a thought that Donald Trump could ever be our president, that he just would like, hook up with like he had such a specific type of woman in Hollywood that he would like hook up with and it was like the Anna Nicole Carmen Electra kind of people well that blind was about his son hooking up with Carmen Electra and paying two thousand dollars oh of course of course Donnie J yes Q uh Aubrey O'Day enters the chat (laughs) they have the same type any if we could have any guest of all time, I would want Aubrey O'Day. Oh, oh, I live, laugh, love me some fucking Aubrey. Absolutely. Or Tara Reed. Yeah, Tara would be great. This late night talk show host could give zero fucks about the singer slash actor slash general all around a-hole and his love of underage teens. He should, but he doesn't. And that's Jimmy and his friendship with Jared Leto. <sighs> Don't worry, guys. There is going to be a Jared Leto episode. Make sure his cult doesn't get us. Yeah. This late night talk show host thought this B-plus list, mostly television actress who was on a hit network show that requires zero acting, was hitting on him before and during the show. So the married host hit on her hard and was rejected in a second. The actress threatened to tell his wife as well, Jenna Dewan, and that was World of Dance was her show. This married late night talk show host made it very clear to the former A minus list, mostly movie actress turned television jinx that he wanted to hook up with her. So random. It's Alicia Silverstone. It's like, do you have a type or is it just female? Is your type? Do you think she was like, as if? <laughs> yeah, like she like fully described him as like the way she describes boys and clueless because like that is also Jimmy. Now, our first Ariana Blind was in 2017. Now we're in 2018, and we still, we're back to Ariana. This A-list singer was told by people in charge of this talk show to not do any coke at the show at all. Apparently, it was not a reprimand towards her, but because the host has been having some issues with it and wants guests booked that are known to party so the host can join in which really causes the issues with the show. That is outrageous. (laughs) I'm sorry, but if you're planning your guests around that, you do have a problem. And also 
we all know Ariana Grande is not one to pull the, the Coke tray away from somebody who doesn't need it. I know. My God. This married late night host is back to his old tricks of drinking and hitting on college students in dive bars. I'm sure his wife is thrilled. And then the follow-up says, a little thing like marriage does not stop this late night talk show host from embarrassing himself in attempts to try and hook up with the A-list singer any chance he gets. It's Ariana Grande. Oh my God. Like what? Do you think, do you think they hooked up like once or twice and then he tried to do it again? She was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She probably was like, uh, I'm good on that, whatever that was that we did. Thank she was like, you. yeah, that was so random when we hooked up. We're never doing it again. <laughs> yeah. We're in 2019 now. This celebrity offspring, who is kind of a model and kind of just famous for being famous, has some kind of sexual encounter with this talk show host each time he books her on the show. It's the only way she gets the show. And that's allegedly Gigi Hadid. I don't like that. I like Gigi. I think Gigi's fucking funny. I like Gigi too. She's just a really, she's got really good, um, television presence I think I like her voice a lot because it's like way deeper than you'd ever expect yeah it is she was a guest on this season of Project Runway and or a guest judge and she was amazing like she was so much better than I ever thought she could be or that she was going to be she's very likable in my opinion I agree she is very likable very like down to earth yeah shockingly Judging by his most recent actions, it looks like the A-list talk show host is trying to make up for his cheating ways, and that's Jimmy uh, sharing family photos of his wife and children um, at the Bahamas on his show. This late-night talk show host with the love of drinking and women isn't losing his job. He's the favorite son of his boss, Lorne Michaels. And one thing, Jimmy's show has been like, the ratings have been awful. And this specific one says, Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show gig in danger as Stephen Colbert beats him in ratings. Lauren does love Jimmy though. And Pete. Like, it's interesting the ones he favors. Lauren is also another person where I'm like, I, I mean, I, I just picture him to be a total fucking asshole. Yeah. Just I feel like he's not funny, but runs one of the funniest shows. Yeah, totally. When, were you a 30 Rock person? No. Okay. Alec Baldwin's character on 30 Rock is based on Lorne Michaels, and it's, like, very telling. Oh, right. Tina Fey <laughs> wrote that, right? Yeah. 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 And he's, like, a super staunch, conservative, uptight, like, very, just, like, like, not, not a nice person. This married A-list talk show host spent last night partying with some female college students at the University of Texas. You know, here's what I'll say. At least he's consistent with all of the other old-school late-night hosts being right. kind of like a chauvinistic pig because that's kind of like goes along with being a late night guy you know and snl yeah now this is a jimmy fallon adjacent but i just i read it and i was kind of like this this should be in this episode things are so bad for this foreign born illiterate a minus list singer that she can't stay off of coke for a talk show appearance she looked awful, and the audience was genuinely concerned for her. And that's Camila Cabello on Jimmy Fallon's show. And if you watch the interview, it is so fucking weird. I haven't seen it. 
just the two of them together, the vibes are very bad. <laughs> this is when she says she avoided calling Sean Mendez baby when they started dating. It was weird. <laughs> I bet it was, girl. <laughs> this married A-list talk show host couldn't wait to be able to go back to work so he could hook up again with the new staffer he hired back in December, who was hired because she was having sex with the host. Like, fuck. And that was in 2020 when, remember, they were doing shows from home. Oh, right. He couldn't get He couldn't wait to go back. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I know. Jimmy's horny. And this is, (laughs) you made me break, Troy. (laughs) Sorry. And this is the final blind of 2020. It isn't just about falling down or hurting himself or hitting on college students this time. The late night talk show host is really boozing hard again. This might need some professional help. Again, these blinds have been going on for over a decade. Yeah. And they're so insane. They're just so insanely consistent. Like he, I've never, I don't know if we've ever done an episode where they're so consistent. I don't think so. Okay. So now we're in 2021. I guess this A-list late night host with the drinking problem should have been nicer to his head writer. Once she bailed on him, his ratings have crashed to the point that replacements for the host are being considered. The head writer, her name was Rebecca Drysdale. So I don't think it was Rebecca who wrote this, but it was a former Conan employer. Okay. Writer. I don't know why I said employer. That was weird. I meant employee, first of all. <laughs> um. But she wrote a bunch of shit about Jimmy Fallon and how he ruined late night. He did, really, honestly. I really believe that he did. So if you Google, like, Conan writer bashes Jimmy Fallon, the article will come up. This late night talk show ho went, ho. (laughs) (laughs) This late night talk show host went one step too far this time. And his wife wants a divorce. They're in the process of settling things. And it says Jimmy Fallon lists Gramercy Park Penthouse for 15 million. Imagine if all these divorce rumors, we've been saying things on this podcast and they've been coming true. I know it's scary. It's making me feel like we're, we're figuring out who is the grand Supreme witch here. (laughs) So this year we might get a divorce announcement. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Oh, we have a kindness blind. It's about time. (laughs) Good for him. This actually sounded like it was written by a publicist, but they got one of their own last name answers wrong, which a publicist would never do. And I asked a friend about the warehouse. It was a house of sweaty whores. Two friends of mine participated in a movie, Whip It, filmed in Detroit around 2008. The movie was directed by the talk show host. Oh, Drew Barrymore is a talk show host. I was like, wait, that's wrong. Um, The movie was directed by the talk show host, Drew Barrymore, during the movie... And during the movie, uh, this late night funny person, Jimmy Fallon, had a small part, but they were the real star of the show and how they treated the extras. You see, they were filming in Detroit, in a Detroit warehouse in August with no AC, and these extras were sweltering in face paint and wigs. Uh, The late night funny person entertained them between takes, signed hundreds of autographs, took dozens of photos. They could have retreated to their air-conditioned trailer, but they were a class act every minute of the day. And that is, I guess, so it's both of them? Yeah, Drew and Jimmy. Okay, cool. That's fun. I know, because you hear how extras get, like, treated like shit all the time. And to be fair, we haven't read a single blind about him being mean. No, it's just about him being drunk and cheating. He likes to party. Although, 
at the Golden Globes or whichever one it was, he was not a pleasant drunk. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got in a fist fight at a bar. Right. Yeah, there's that whole thing. Somehow the agent for this untalented late night talk show host convinced the network that some other network was interested in grabbing the no one watches host and giving him a massive deal. Kudos to the agent and the network honchos are a bunch of idiots. And he's been renewed for another five years. He'll be on our screens until at least 2026. That's five more years that I will not participate in late night television. Right. If you ever doubted the existence of a special button at this major social media company, consider why this A-plus list comedian was never listed as trending. Despite many thousands of people talking about his involvement in a very recent child sex abuse lawsuit, the social media company does this to protect its very largest celebrity accounts. And that is uh, Jimmy Fallon being named in the lawsuit accusing Horatio Sands of grooming and sexual assaulting teens at SNL parties. And that's Twitter that has the button to block people from trending. Which makes complete sense. I believe that 100%. Yeah. I've never really thought about it, but yeah. Outside of the few stories the first day the accusations were made against an entire late night show, Saturday Night Live, and their employees, Horatio Sands and Jimmy Fallon, there's been nothing in the media. They don't want to go after a conglomerate, um, NBC Universal Television, that someday might also own their place of business or a place they might someday want to work. And that's the Horatio Sands lawsuit, an explosive story about SNL, NBC, and Jimmy Fallon. And I did not hear about this until I started pulling blinds. Honestly, I, I, I honestly did not know that much about it at all. This female A-list dancing TikTok star is being hit on hard on an almost daily basis by the A-list married television host. Of course, it's Addison Ray. And you can't help but look at that appearance now completely different. It's like everybody was wondering why he had her on that show. And like, it's like, well, he wanted to fuck her. And she looked so uncomfortable on that show. And I'm going to say it. I like Addison Ray. Okay. Um, there's something captivating about her that draws you in. As I said, I liked her. I was like, mm, maybe I don't. <laughs> but there's right. just something like captivating about her and watching that interview, she looked genuinely unhappy and uncomfortable. I had to really come to terms with the fact that Gen Z has been comparing her to Britney. Uh, Addison Ray. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. And a lot, I mean, it's, it's, it's the common, like when you look at like Britney videos on TikTok, it's just a thousand like 21 year olds being like oh my god she's literally Addison Ray. oh my god Addison Ray is literally her they're literally the same person oh my god they make the exact same faces oh my god they have the same smile oh my god and I was like what the fuck are these people talking about and I think it's because she, like you said she does have this sort of undescribable charm yeah maybe um, that's the word I was looking for I would not go as far as to say that it's anything in comparison to a young, on top of the world, Britney Spears, but, no. you know, uh, apples and oranges or whatever. <laughs> There's never going to be another Britney. Yeah, that's how I feel. There's just no, no way. The end. <laughs> the end. Yeah, totally. And this is the final blind we have of Mr. Jimmy Fallon. 
This TV hotshot has been slightly undermining all the hard work that's gone into making their show COVID safe and regulation compliant. How? By getting completely off their face and sleeping with a load of extras. And by extras, I think they mean like PAs and people who work on set. The one thing that you will never say about Jimmy Fallon is that he's not consistent. Like, I don't know how else to, to say it. Like, my God. All he does is try and fuck and do coke. <laughs> I drink. <laughs> he really is just like a sweaty frat boy. Yeah. And you know that it's like drunk bunny rabbit sex where he like probably passes out on you. Do you think he looks over and goes, was that really good for you too? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, did you orgasm a lot? Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Yeah, I heard you twice at least. <laughs> you didn't fake it, right? It was real? Okay, good. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would say Jimmy's rotted. No, I don't think so. I think Jimmy has some demons he really needs to go to therapy or rehab about. <laughs> yeah, he and needs to go to rehab. Him and his wife should get divorced, even if they do have some kind of contract. Yeah. But I don't, but then again, he shouldn't be trying to sleep with everybody who comes on his show. So that's where the rottedness, there's some rot, but not fully rotted. Right. It's like if I were him, I mean, I guess it's like it, it works for him. Like it's worked well for him, like his image. But it's like, why not just be, you know, like a bachelory kind of, you know, the one thing you can see about Andy Cohen is that, but he has the privilege of being gay and he doesn't have to pretend to have a wife. But he doesn't pretend to be a family man and he doesn't pretend to be anything other than somebody who likes to drink and who loves to hook up with twinks. And he'll tell you, yeah, you know, like, it's almost like in my mind, I'm like, just be yourself. Like, just, just be that guy. Because Jimmy is phony now and everyone can see it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's so fake, but his fan base is, you know, people who he can't be like that with, I guess, like, like I said, young people are not watching late night TV, so. That's so true. And if they are, it's YouTube clips the next day. Exactly. They just want to see, like, what funny thing Ariana did or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Ariana. <laughs> yeah. She did, in fact, do something, you won't see it, but she did do something <laughs> very funny when she was filming that episode. Well, that is the episode, guys. That is, this is the first public episode of 2022. Yeah. Happy New Year, you guys. We have a full list of people. Don't worry. Mary, Kate, and Ashley, Drake, Rihanna. We got them. We got them. Beyonce will for sure be behind a paywall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The Bayhive, I do not fuck with. (laughs) But everybody, hope you stay safe. I know a lot of people are getting sick right now. So just do your best to take care of yourself and don't be rotted. We love you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.